new series this morning across all the six campuses uh, over the next three weeks. And uh, the series is called... Hold on. <laughs> the series is called Soul Detox. And it's based on Psalm 103. So we're not going through the whole psalm because the psalm's quite long, but um, uh, maybe I'll just stand still. Uh, we're going to be doing... Uh, there's going to be... A th- a three-week series based on this concept from uh, Psalm 103, which is a, a phenomenal psalm. Um, in fact, I should have... Uh, oh, I, won't, I won't read the whole thing, but we're going to look at verse 1 today. Uh, uh, so the, the series is about... Hold on. <laughs> Let me try this, otherwise I'll go to the other mic. Uh, so soul detox so as we as, actually I'll, I'll swap <laughs> I think I've done something to the stage one two okay uh, as we live our lives we actually just by you know, eating food and drinking certain things, we, we uh, end up getting uh, infected by certain toxins. Um, literally hundreds of chemicals that are produced that goes on our food and in our food at different times. And it's been proven that if these levels of toxins sort of increase in our body, the level of them, then they can cause developmental and neurological toxic- toxicity. <laughs> toxicity. Um, and so, you know, there's lots of detox programs out there. You can fast, you can do liver cleansing diet, you can do Atkins. There's lots of different things to, to reduce the level of toxic. You can stop drinking coffee. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Uh, and so, you know, there's things that we can do that, that reduce the level of toxins that, that come into our body. And in our walk with Christ as well, there's certain spiritual toxins, if you like, that can build up in our system, in our heart, in our mind, in our uh, spirit that again cause us to uh, not be connecting with God or, or spiritually in a zone that is, uh, that is uh, having a negative influence. And so... Uh, we want to look at a few things over the next few weeks that we can do to help lower that level of spiritual toxicity, if you like, that, that can come into our life just by living life. It's not that we're specifically doing anything bad or wrong or anything like that. It's just being human. It's doing life and being around. Uh, we get these things influencing us. So Psalm uh, 103 verse 1 says this, and uh, I love we're actually singing these words in uh, that song, 10,000 Reasons, this morning. It says this, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. I love this psalm. It's phenomenal. It's by David, King David, who was one of the kings in the Old Testament, if you know the story, and he wrote quite a number of the psalms, and particularly this one in his old age. And uh, so he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. So David here is he's talking to himself. It's like, it's, uh, I call this iTalk. So you might have an iPod, you might have an iPhone, you might have an iPad, 
but do you have an eye talk? And if you have got an eye talk, what's your eye talk like? Um, and we'll look at three points. Number one, your eye talk needs to be focused up. So if you look at the start of this verse, he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. So David is talking to himself. He's talking to his own soul, and he's telling himself to bless God. Isn't that interesting? That he's telling himself, Bless the Lord, David. Bless the Lord. Soul within me, you will bless the Lord. And everything else that is within me, you're going to bless the Lord as well. So he's taking authority, if you like, over his heart, over his thinking, over his mind, over his emotions, and saying, you know what? I'm telling you that you're going to bless the Lord. Because sometimes in life, we don't feel like it. If things aren't working out, things aren't happening the way we'd hoped, if prayers aren't being answered the way within the time frame that we'd expected, or or things are sort of starting to break down, it's very easy for us to, to start to... Uh, uh, either not talk to God at all, um, like <laughs> look at the hands, <laughs> or our our eye talk, if you like, becomes critical or negative or uh, or uh, uh, decay um, causing. So instead of life building, it actually begins to cause decay in our relationship with God. And David here is telling his soul, "You're going to bless the Lord, oh my soul." So number one, it's self-exhorting self-exhorting and number two it's self-encouraging all that is within me he's stirring himself up sometimes you've got to stir yourself up and say you're going to worship god you're going to go to church today <laughs> and uh i know it's you know if you talk to yourself in the third person particularly in public <laughs> doesn't always go down that well does it <laughs> ward <laughs> it's time to go home um in fact, this week, you know, sometimes you you, uh, you do talk to yourself at different times, but sometimes when you analyze it, analyze it it's, it's not that positive. Um, but uh, this week I was, uh, three weeks ago, I was being really, really efficient. I got our energy bill come through, and it was like five weeks in advance. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to get this paid, and I'm going to get rid of it. I'm not going to wait till the last day that it's due. And oftentimes I'll put a reminder in my phone when it closes, and I thought, no, nah, it's five weeks out. I'll pay it, get it. There's some money in the account, so I paid it, got rid of it. Anyway, then this week, a remo- an email came through, oh, you've got to pay your energy bill. And uh, I'd forgotten that I'd paid it three weeks ago. <laughs> so I've gone, oh, it's due in three days or next week or something. Okay, I better do that. So I've gone, and I'm looking at the email, I'm going, gee, that amount sounds familiar. Anyway, I'm going through the system. And then, and then after I'd done, I was doing it on the phone. Uh, and, then, and then I've gone and I've copied the receipt and I've put it in my receipt file. Then I go, oh, there's another one here. What did I pay last month? And I pulled it out. It's the same one. And all of a sudden I'm going, idiot, 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 idiot. <laughs> my eye talk. It's like, you idiot, you idiot, you idiot. So anyway, then I've rung up the electricity and said, oh, look, I've paid the bill twice. You know, can I get a credit? No, we can't do anything. Oh, you've got to go to the bank. So I've gone to the bank and they've gone, oh, no, we can't do anything. Go see the electricity people. I'm like, oh. Anyway, the money's not gone. It just means that the next bill, there'll be a credit there. But uh, anyway, my my eye talk that day was not focused up. (laughs) 
idiot, idiot, idiot. What did you do that for? Not very, uh, not very uplifting. Um, and uh, I don't know if anyone's into cycling, but there's a, there's a famous cycling cyclist in the Tour de France. His name was Jens Voigt. I think he's just recently retired. But anyway, he was famous for when he was riding, particularly up the steep hills, for saying, shut up legs, shut up legs, shut up legs. <laughs> he talked to his own legs, saying, shut up, be quiet. Because <laughs> they're in that much pain. Um, and you see NRL stars at different times, you know, they'll write things that they'll recite on their wrists or whatever. So, you know, a lot of people do it. But as believers, you know, it's actually biblical that we are telling ourselves that we're not, we're not just led by our emotions and how we're feeling, that we've made decisions. And then we tell ourselves, you're going to bless the Lord. Today, you're going to bless the Lord. And everything that's within me, every emotion, every feeling, every mindset, every thought is going to be directed towards blessing, uplifting, and honoring God today. That's what David was showing us. And look, I believe David learned this principle early in his life. He was, he was a young shepherd boy. He was the youngest of a large family. And he was out in the hills most of the time looking after sheep, spent a lot of time with God. And uh, it's believed that many of the Psalms were written uh, in that time, not this one, but Psalm 8 and other ones where he talks about the expanses of heaven and his relationship with God. But I have no doubt that out there, days and days, weeks maybe at times by himself, that he would talk to himself and he would talk to God. And, uh, and we see that again in, a, in another time when he had become king. And in 1 Samuel 30, there's a story, uh, you may have heard of it, where um, he leads all these people off to uh, attack uh, a particular town and, and they're victorious. But when they come back, their home of Ziklag at the time uh, had been raided and and everything that they owned had been taken it says in 1 Samuel 30 David and his men returned from battle and the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and attacked Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken captive the women and those who were with them so everything had been taken now that's a bad day <laughs> you come home and everything's gone and so but then it got worse because it says in verse 6 that David was greatly distressed because all of his team, if you like, all of his uh, warriors and everyone that was following him, it says that, that they were speaking of stoning him because they were so grieved at the loss of all their, their sons and their daughters, their families and everything that they own, that they were turning on David. And uh, one of the challenges of leadership sometimes is when if you're leading people in anything, whether it's business or, or uh, any kind of environment, even sporting teams or whatever, that when things go awry, that it's very easy for people to begin to point the finger and point blame and say, you're the scapegoat. You're, going, you're the fall guy. You're going down. Um, and yet, isn't it interesting here in this verse that it says, even though people were turning against him and people were starting to blame him and there was murmurings and and conversations about killing him um, as the fall guy. It says, but David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Isn't it amazing? David strengthened himself. And I think he learned that. It's important that we understand that sometimes we need to learn to be able to strengthen ourselves in God. Where circumstances are not encouraging, when there's no outward feedback if you like that is encouraging us that we can go 
I'm going to strengthen myself in the Lord. Um, There's another example in Acts 19. This is not David, but another one where it says, some Jews who uh, went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who were demon-possessed. So this is in the uh, the New Testament church, early days. And they would say, in the name of the Jesus whom Paul preaches, I command you to come out. So they're going around and they're casting out devils like Jesus did and other disciples are doing. And and it says seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, uh, were doing this as well. One day the evil spirits answered them, Jesus I know and Paul I know, but who are you? (laughs) Then the man who had the evil spirit jumped on them and overpowered them all. He gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. (laughs) Imagine seeing that. I think, I think it's interesting that it's important that we are able to strengthen ourselves, not just in the name of Jesus, you know, whom T.D. Jakes preaches, and not just in the name of, you know, Stephen Furtick or Phil Pringle, or these, if we listen to different people speak and we, and we hear their stories and we're praying in, in the Jesus that they know, but that we are able to strengthen ourselves in our own revelation, in our own understanding, and in our own spirit of the Jesus Christ that we've encountered, that we know, that we know is going to bring us through every difficulty, every challenge, every trial, every up and down of life. That it's not just the faith and the relationship that others have, but that we have, that we can strengthen ourselves in the Lord. Um, So, Number one was uh, I talk has to be focused up. Number two, I talk is personal, that we can strengthen ourselves in the Lord. I mean, I listen. it's good to listen to podcasts. Uh, it's good to listen to uh, different preachers. I don't know if you do. There's lots of them out there, and they're, and they're excellent, and they're important that we are feeding ourselves. But, but if our un, all our understanding is simply what we're getting from outside, what other people are telling us, and we're not actually... Uh, like building our own relationship with God, we've got our own faith, we've got our own solidity uh, in our spirit, then um, when, the, when the testing comes, when the challenge comes, like these guys that were going around praying, they'd seen other people doing it, but then when they tried to do it, the devils, these demons were like, we've heard of Jesus and we know who Paul is, we've got no idea who you are. And you've got no authority or power in yourself. And so, you know, they were defeated. And so it's important that we are able at times to go, you know what, I'm going to bless the Lord despite what the circumstances are telling me, despite what the, uh, the uh, situation is, despite what it looks like. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and everything within me, we're going to bless God. We're going to trust God. We're going to believe God. We're going to walk with God because God is the one that's going to bring us through. Amen? And number three, and I'll finish with this, not only, is it, uh, is it fo- not, not only does it need to be focused up towards God, not only does it need to be personal, so it's not just someone else's, but it's our own relationship. Um, but number three, it's important that it's focused beyond just God's act and also towards His character. And if we look at Psalm 103, and I haven't got time to read it right now, but if you go through it, he begins to talk about uh, an event. And so when he, in his mind eye, mind's eye, when he's writing this psalm and he's thinking about what God has done that is going to encourage him uh, in blessing the Lord and, and directing his trust and his faith towards God, 
isn't it amazing he doesn't he doesn't go back to the day in the in his father's home in Bethlehem where his dad had called him out of the out of the hills and and the prophet was in his house and he walks in his brothers had all been passed by and this Samuel picks up the horn of oil and pours it over him and says you're going to be the next king of Israel his mind doesn't go back to that moment nor does it go back to the moment where as a young teenager or early 20s where where in the in the fields of Eli he went out towards Goliath on that day with a few stones and a sling and defeated the greatest warrior of that generation he doesn't even go back to that moment and go God I remember when you were there in the battle of Eli I remember when you were there when Samuel anointed me with oil now he actually goes all the way back to a time where God showed himself faithful not just to him but to Israel he goes back to Exodus chapter 6 he goes back to where God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt and through Sinai and they had an encounter with him at Mount Sinai and he says there as he talks about it um, he goes back to the moment where God had shown himself in his covenant keeping love so not just back to a moment where God had blessed him but God's covenant his eternal character he goes back to that moment he goes I know that you are good because you brought Israel out of that place of bondage and you brought them through into the place that they are now and you showed yourself faithful all the way through it's important in our own life that our relationship is not just about uh, based on some things that God has done in our lives as great as they are those testimonies that we have but that God it's not just about his acts but his character and that's why it's important that we understand, you know, when we're, when we're encouraging ourselves, that we think about Christmas, that, that God came into the world. Talk about showing himself faithful. It's not just about showing himself faithful in our life, but to humanity. God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that Jesus came into the world from God to man to show and demonstrate his faithfulness, his love, his commitment. I mean, if anything talks about God's desire and heart and how far he's prepared to go to touch our lives and to bring blessing into our world, Christmas is the story. Or Easter, where not only did he come, but then he died to understand that these great acts of love are demonstration of God's unyielding, unchanging character. So it's not based upon whether he will or did do something in our life at this moment but we can look at a bigger picture and go you know what God you are love you are faithful you are committed you are uh, one who brings your purpose to bear and to and to pass uh, not just in our lives but in the lives of humanity um, and as we build our understanding upon those great uh, character demonstrations of God then we find that our faith and our ability to trust God is beyond just our own personal world so our um, so our praise is personal but our context is eternal so it's our praise bless the Lord oh my soul and all that's within me bless his holy name but the context of our praise is not just personal but it's eternal it is it's expansive 
And David shows that when he was blessing the Lord, he didn't just go back to moments in his own life, but back to where God established a covenant with Israel at Mount Sinai. And God's established his covenant with humanity on a number of occasions in the Old Testament, but specifically Christmas he came, Easter he came, and then Pentecost where he poured out his Holy Spirit upon every person that we might be empowered with new Christian with new, with new Testament power, if you like, to live the Christian life, not in our own ability or strength, not in our own uh, capabilities, but within the capabilities of God and his ability. And so There's a guy by the name of Paul Tripp, and uh, he's a preacher, and he's, his famous saying is, no one is more influential in your life than you are because no one talks to you more than you do. <laughs> and so it's so important that we, that we are able to talk to ourselves in a way that builds life, that builds faith, that builds hope, that builds connection, and not actually causes decay and atrophy and the breaking down of our relationship. It's very easy to get critical, to get discouraged and to allow the words that are coming out of our mouth to begin to pull that down. Your words, our words are so powerful. They're so important. Um, <clears throat> words in the Bible, the first use of words in the Bible was not for communication. The first use of the words in the Bible was for creation. God said let there be light right back at the beginning of Genesis. So yes, communication is important, but our words are creative. What we speak brings life. It, it builds or it tears down. And so I want to encourage you this week when you're thinking about, you know, when things are going good or bad, that we are able to have a maturity to go, you know what, I feel like, I feel like this is not working out. But you know what? Soul, you're going to bless God. Mind, you're going to think about God's promises and what he's done, not just for me, but for others, but in the world. And I'm going to bless the Lord. I'm going to trust the Lord. I'm going to put my hope in the Lord, despite what it looks like right now. And as we do that, as David discovered and many other people in the Bible, that God is a faithful God. God is the one that answers prayer and brings us through and uh, David is old when he writes this psalm, and he's lear he learnt through, if you know his story, many tragedies and difficulties and, and times of ups and down, that, that, uh, and even towards the end of his life, to say, you know what? I know that God is good, and I'm going to trust him despite what it looks like right now. He is going to show himself faithful to me. Amen.